0: Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
1: Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com.
2: BlueNile.com. She would always tell me uh, that, for example, I would say things like, sometimes I really wish I could die, and she's like, why don't you do it? I wouldn't care. She would literally say that. Why don't you do it? Do it. She would say that. And I start to make a plan in my head to leave.
0: Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls. And the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives and what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives and that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you. What makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story. What happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast Please seek a helpline in your city. Hey, my beautiful friend, do you suffer from depression? Symptoms of depression are not always obvious. You might feel constantly tired, you might be low in energy, low in motivation. You might have constant feelings of anxiety or worry, feelings of sadness or feeling constantly guilty about everything. If this sounds like you, take a look at Destroy Depression. It's a treatment plan that works regardless of your symptoms or your age. It's a totally drug-free, straightforward plan that explains everything you need to know about eliminating depression step by step. Destroy Depression helps you dominate your depression. It helps you take back control over your symptoms. And it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Click the link in the show notes to find out more about how Destroy Depression can help you, because you really do deserve to live your life free from the symptoms of depression. Hey, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the podcast. On the HEAL blog this week, we are sharing all the reasons you should never spank your child. If you know somebody that needs to read this blog post, please send them the link. No child should be hit, period. And there are many negative impacts on a child which can remain with them for life. The link to this blog is in the show notes. In this quick chat episode, I am sharing Kayla's story. Kayla's father left before she was born and she describes her mother as psychopathic. From as far back as she can remember, Kayla was beaten daily. She and her siblings had food withheld for days at a time. She was thin and hungry. She had nobody on her side and while she believed Teachers and welfare workers understood that she was not safe. Nothing was ever done. It's terrifying for a tiny child to be so alone and so helpless. Child abuse is something we need to keep talking about and bringing awareness to so that we can change the cycles of abuse in families. We pick up the story as Kayla is talking about getting beaten for every tiny mistake she made.
2: It was a very very hard environment because I would be going to the church and learning how to respect her parents and go home and be beaten for absolutely everything. If I laughed out loud or if I walked too fast or if I sat on the couch and I, I didn't sit properly, in, in her opinion, for any, any, for any reason, we would get beaten or we would not have the food that day or lunch or, or dinner or anything like that. My mother is white and black. My mother would constantly mention that I was dark, I was too dark, I was too black, uh, my color was not right, and I look like my father. And when when it comes to the food, my mother would would just punish us with the food. So what happens that when I was six years old, my mom gave my sister three years younger than me to my grandma, and then she met my stepdad. And they both were aligned with this punishments with us. So that, and then that was me, six and my brother, uh, about two, three years old. And we moved to, to live on top of his mother's house in one room, one room only for everybody. But when we were just at home, anything we did that day that was not right would result in going to sleep without eating the whole day. So mm-hmm. would you, we would, we would wake up and having to be sitting in this, on the floor, or in, later came a, a bench that was green, a old bench. And we would, you, me and my brother would we want to play or do something, but we knew that anything we do would result in not eating. And also my stepfather. Would you get a piece of bread, put butter on, and you would put it on the table? That and he he would pretend he he left, he would pretend he went downstairs and he would make the noise of the stairs. And me and my brother, he would ask us to sit and look into the bread. And sometimes my brother, for being young, would go ahead and try to eat the bread, and he was already watching us behind the wall. So he would come from that and he would say that we were sealing followers. He knew it. Then would go and he would be us with usually the belt with the part that you used to close. And he would, use, he would use that too to be us.
0: So he would use the buckle of the belt to hit you if you were looking at the food or touching the food because you were starving, probably.
2: Yes, we are very under the property weight, extremely thin, very thin. I was bullied my whole life in school because it was very, very, very thin. And I even have pictures from this time. And I, I can't believe nobody did anything because you can see clearly that this kid doesn't eat enough. So she would call me encouraged, she would call me dirty. She would always talk about how my hair was really, really. Ugly, and one time when I was seven, I was at school, and this this photographer came and said that uh, oh tomorrow everybody's going to take pictures. It costs 5 eight, uh, let's say dollars, and we need the parents to sign here. We have all princes. And we all excited, right? In school, I was, oh my God. And never you know, nobody took pictures of me, especially Princess. Go got home, you know, as fast as I could. I told him, Mom, tomorrow this photographer is going to go there. And, and then I was just so excited, telling her, You just have to sign here because has please, I really want to do And then she just grabbed me by the shoulders and looked at me and shaked me. And she said, have you ever seen a black, dirty princess, black, so dirty like you? Have you ever seen a princess like that? And I said, no. And mean she said, yeah, you're not going to take any picture like a princess. If you want, I can sign the paper. I can give you the $5, but you won't take pictures as a, as a princess. I said, but whatever, figure out. She said, figure out. So she signed because you don't want to be the only parent who did that, but she made sure to cut me off and tell me that I wouldn't be allowed to dress like a princess. So next day I got there and all the girls were already, you know, in the line to, to get dressed like a princess. And then I told the guy, oh no, when it was my time, he was like, what, what, which princess you want you want? I said, no, 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 I don't want a princess. You have something else. And he said, yeah, I have this flight attendant here. and this is what I used to take my picture. And I cried in the bathroom that day, but you know what, it's fine. Cause I flew out of the country <laughs> years later, but that, that was the way she would found, oh, I always to cut me off, to, to show me that I was below just because of my color. So for a very long time, every time I would go to the beach, I would be under the sun for some reason. I would be very concerned. I would be thinking, oh my God, I'm getting darker. You know, I can't, you know, I would, I would chase the, the, the shadow. I would try to not be on the sun so much because what is hard in Brazil, <laughs> growing up in Brazil, because I would be very concerned about getting dark.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: And I can't forget it was one time I went to the supermarket with my sister and she was there. We are without eating since Saturday. This was Sunday night. We, were, we didn't eat since Saturday morning. And my mother asked us to go to the supermarket together. And my sister got a packet of cookies, let's say a small order, and then she put under her, inside her underwear and somebody saw on the supermarket and asked to, to bring the parents and my mother went there. And then when we went home, my sister was, was very, very bitten, and was horrible. <laughs> She go to the hospital because she was bleeding and it was hard for me to, uh, f- to forget those things, to, 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 not blame myself as the oldest. So what I would do is when we were hungry for a long time, I would tell them stories once I was the woman one that not knew how to read for a while. Because I was the first one to go to school, right? I was the oldest. So I would just tell them stories and everything I would read in school, I would tell them. And after a while, I wasn't allowed to read anymore to them. I always had this feeling that I was on my own. I would not feel happy in school because there was a lot of bullying going on. As I said, it was extremely thin and people would make fun because the physical education shorts, even the smallest one would not feel me, my legs were very thin, so people would make fun of me. I also had a lot of skin uh, problems because the place I grew up was not well, it was not sanitized, it was not green, so I would have some issues and people knew that people with this type of specific problem on the skin, was more like because it was poor and people would make fun of me. So it was a lot of bullying going on in school, the teachers. I had some kind teachers, but they had so many kids, so many things on their plates that they did not want to actually see the kids as individuals. They just want to, you know, do their job and do their best. I don't blame them, but I really wish, I really wish somebody had stepped in. You know, I really, I can't, I can't deny Sometimes I look back and uh, I resent the fact that nobody did anything. I always knew I had to stay away from sure. my mother as much as I could. She would always tell me uh, that, for example, I would say things like, sometimes I really wish I could die. And she's like, why don't you do it? I wouldn't care. She would literally say that. Why don't you do it? Do it. She would say that. And I started to make a plan in my head to leave. But I was actually thinking about waiting till I turned 18, but I bought eggs and I put on the fridge. I bought my own money. I thought I'll be allowed to put on in the fridge and to fry those eggs. So it was January, when I was 14, so 16 years ago, I opened the fridge to get the eggs that I bought in the afternoon. And my mom asked who I thought I was to be opening the fridge without permission. And I said that I bought the eggs. That's it. And then she got so furious because she said that I was talking back. And she came and she started to beat me. She just, again, grabbing my hair. It was very, very violent. I managed to, she, to get my hair away from, from her hand, right? I just grabbed my birth certificate and I, and I jumped over the gate and I left. So I called her three times. And she would make my stepfather answer the phone. And I was learning that narcissistic parents, some of them, especially with this psychopath, they get to a point where you are not interested enough anymore, you know, they, they got enough. Just, you, you don't, don't matter anymore. It's like you a piece of trash, right? So I think she was going through this process of, you know, I'm not having fun with this anymore. And uh, as I was getting oldest, I believe she also understood that it would be hard to kept things behind the horse. So I realized that, you know, they are my parents, yes, but they are, not if that makes sense, they, they made it me, but they, we don't have this connection and I, I don't have to be under this abused relationship, given what they, they, the only thing they want from me, but in this case with my father money and. Just because they are my parents, that doesn't make any sense. I wouldn't keep a relationship with her friend if she was abusive. So I just, it was very hard, but I, I don't have any contact whatsoever. What I want for the future, honestly, is just to have more years of happiness than I'd had of darkness. I think every survivor should, should try to do that, even though it's really hard, we know. But instead of reliving the past as I was doing, for many years, I just want to uh, you know count on more years of happiness than ahead of darkness, and I think I will be in advantage if that makes sense. So this is what I want, I, I, I feel actually fortunately because the years that I had the worst years of my life was the years that was not under my control. Now that I can control my future, I'm trying my best to make sure that I won't repeat the same mistakes that I am looking for cure. And because if you think about this as well, right, our parents act like that, because they don't seek cure and then they repeat the abusive cycle that grow, they grow up. So this is what I want. Now commit, now make the same mistakes, make the cycle, break the cycle completely and start fresh with my old family.